decision. In the case of Dobbs v Jackson Women's Health Organization, which has just been announced, the Supreme Court in the United States has overturned Roe v Wade, which established a constitutional right to abortion. The ruling is expected to create a stark divide in the United States where abortion will be immediately illegal or severely restricted in maybe 20 states, affecting an estimated 25 million people. What will the future of reproductive rights in the United States look like? Simon Marks is with me now. Kia ora, Simon. Morana Kim. Everybody knew it was going to happen, but mm. the protesters are out in force, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And the protesters had actually been waiting on the steps of the Supreme Court for a couple of days earlier in the week when we thought the uh, decision might be imminent. It ended up uh, being published on the Supreme Court's website at about 10 past 10 in the morning here on Friday. And it is hard to overstate the impact of that particular moment on modern American history. Because at a stroke, the U.S. Supreme Court uh, has consigned the landmark 1973 Roe v. Wade ruling uh, to the ash heap of history. They have completely eviscerated it. For 50 years, it has kept abortion rights legal from coast to coast here in the United States. Now, in this ruling on that Mississippi law that was published, uh, that was passed uh, by uh, the state's Republican-dominated legislature back in in 2018 and passed specifically in the hope that it would rise to the level of a constitutional test at the Supreme Court that might uh, overturn Roe versus Wade at a stroke uh, by a, a vote of six to three. The Republican majority on the Supreme Court brought that eventuality about much as uh, Roe versus Wade has protected abortion rights here for half a century for at least 40 of those 50 years. Republicans have craved this particular moment. The the moral majority was created uh, back in the 1980s in the Reagan era, specifically targeting Roe versus Wade and seeking to overturn it. And that is exactly what uh, these uh, Supreme Court justices, including, of course, three appointed to the bench by former President Donald Trump, uh, have achieved. At the White House today, the condemnation, of course, uh, was led by U.S. President uh, Joe Biden, who referred to these sort of snapback laws that many states in the South had already prepared that will now immediately snap into force following the publication of this Supreme Court opinion. State laws banning abortion are automatically taking effect today, jeopardizing the health of millions of women, some without exceptions. So extreme that women could be punished for protecting their health. So extreme that women and girls were forced to bear their rapist child. And on the steps of the Supreme Court, there were, of course, bereft abortion rights activists, many of them in tears, some of them grabbing bullhorns. This ruling was illegitimate. It must not be accepted. And people in this country need to stand up now, fill these streets and demand that the U.S. government at the level restore nationwide legal abortion.
but there were duelling protests taking place on the steps of the Supreme Court. Supporters of this move by uh, the Republican-dominated majority on the Supreme Court bench were also, some of them, in tears. Tears of joy, many of them preying on the Supreme Court uh, steps as a result of the outcome of this decision. Uh, And politically, Republicans are all embracing it. Kevin McCarthy, the Republican leader in the House of Representatives. This great nation can now live up to its core principle that all are created equal, not born equal, created equal. Americans celebrate this historic victory. And one of the Americans celebrating uh, this decision, uh, former President Donald Trump, the man who in many ways was its architect. He said that uh, today's decision, which is the biggest win for life in a generation, along with other decisions that have been announced recently, were only made possible because I delivered everything as promised, including nominating and getting three highly respected and strong constitutionalists confirmed to the United States Supreme Court. At the end of an otherwise absolutely disastrous week for him, the former president sending a message to his supporters that he's taking the credit for this decision. I see the um, the New York Times is running a story, Simon, saying that Trump has repeatedly called a Roe v. Wade reversal bad for Republicans. Could he be right? Well, he could be right. I mean, it's absolutely clear now that this becomes a central issue in the run-up to November's midterm elections here. And certainly prior uh, to the publication of this Supreme Court opinion, uh, the Republicans uh, could confidently expect uh, to take control uh, of the House of Representatives and quite possibly the Senate as well, given the uh, woeful political uh, state in which uh, President Joe Joe Biden and his fellow Democrats on Capitol Hill currently find themselves. President Biden today wasted absolutely no time insisting the fight is not over and seeking to boost turnout in favour of Democrat candidates this November by immediately targeting the need to, to uh, defend abortion protections. This fall, Roe is on the ballot. Personal freedoms are on the ballot. The right to privacy, liberty, equality, they're all on the ballot. Until then, I will do all of my power to protect a woman's right in states where they will face the consequences of today's decision. Now, what President Biden was essentially saying to his supporters and voters there is the Supreme Court's not going to stop with abortion. And indeed, Clarence Thomas, another Republican-appointed justice on the court, indicated today that he believes he and his colleagues ought to take a fresh look at the legal rights to contraception that exist in the United States and maybe another look at same-sex marriage. Now, the Democrats hope to use that threat to galvanize voters this November, but equally Republicans... Republican voters will be galvanized by the mere fact that this achievement has occurred here today and they'll still be feeling pretty confident about the months ahead. So do you think that there is a possibility, given the galvanizing effect of this, that the federal government could garner enough support to overturn it, to stop it? 
Well, there's really nothing that the federal government can do. Well, they can pass is, a federal law, right? Which they can only do if there's if. a change in, in, the, in the disposition of forces on Capitol Hill. That's right. Uh, and the Democrats are in a bit of a weak position here because you can go back, Kim, to the, the Obama presidency or the presidency of Bill Clinton uh, when Democrats in the White House were in pretty strong positions in terms of congressional majorities. And it's a fair question for younger Democrats to ask, why didn't you codify it into federal law then? Why were you even uh, waiting until now to begin having this conversation? But you'll remember that at the time, Bill Clinton used to argue that abortion should be safe, legal, but rare. He certainly wasn't ready to pull the Democratic Party down that road. But in order to codify uh, Roe versus Wade's protections into federal law, uh, Joe Biden or another Democrat in the White House will need a whopping great majority on Capitol Hill. And he hasn't got it today. And the way things currently stand, it's pretty unlikely he'll have it next January. As you mentioned, Clarence Thomas suggested that contraception might be in the sights. But Further than that, there are all sorts of fundamental moral issues that are currently protected by constitutional rights. Same-sex marriage, um, LGBTQ plus rights, contraception as well. Do you think that those are legitimately at the moment under threat, given this decision? This is a court that over the last few days has done nothing to disguise what it's trying to do. It is trying to drag America to the right for decades to come. All of these justices serve for life. 6-3, many of them could end up serving for 20, 30 years to come. We've seen a whole slew of decisions over the last few days, including uh, the Supreme Court striking down a law passed in New York in 1905 that restricts the number of permits to conceal carry handguns the state hands out. We've seen them uh, strip away the protections that criminal suspects have to sue police officers if, during the course of an arrest, those police officers do not read the suspect their rights. You know, that famous scene in every Hollywood movie, you have the right to remain silent. We've seen the Supreme Court say that some public funding cannot be denied to religious schools in a country uh, that has a storied separation of church versus state. So they are making it absolutely apparent uh, what their trajectory is. And Clarence Thomas, in that writing today, makes it very apparent that he is uh, eagerly looking forward uh, to moving further than the court has already gone. Crikey, it's hard to imagine how the Supreme Court can continue to function under these circumstances. I mean, I was just reading the dissenting opinion written by those dissenting three justices. It begins, after today, young women will come of age with fewer rights than their mothers and grandmothers had. The majority accomplishes that result without so much as considering how women have relied on the right to choose or what it means to take that right away. The majority's refusal even to consider the life-altering consequences of reversing Roe and Casey is a stunning indictment of its decision. Now, I'm not familiar with dissenting opinions, but this seems to be an astonishingly strong one. 
Well, it's certainly very strongly worded, and one would imagine that it's making for some uncomfortable conversations behind the scenes. But I do think it is absolutely vital to focus on and understand the impact this decision is going to have for millions of women, particularly across the American South. I mean, the reality is we're going to see the creation of two Americas here. Uh, very similar in a way to the two Americas that are demonstrated in that Supreme Court ruling. Um, you're going to see the America mostly in the South, where abortion is either completely outlawed or very, very heavily restricted. And then the America to the North and uh, in the center, uh, where abortion is still available. Uh, and there will be some restrictions, uh, but it will remain a, a legal option. Women in those southern states where abortion is outlawed Lord will have to raise the funds and the resources to travel to states where abortion is legal. President Biden pledged today to defend the rights uh, of women to, to cross state lines and travel because the Democrats are now worried that some of these Republican legislatures uh, will take steps to, to punish women who travel to another state to receive uh, abortion services. And in socioeconomic terms, you know, for uh, particularly uh, impoverished families and working class communities, the cost of, uh, of travel and of securing those services is going to become an absolutely central issue. So this is going to tear at the fabric of the United States uh, in a way that adds to the, na the, the notion that we're witnessing here the development of a highly polarized country. And, you know, never mind whether the justices on the Supreme Court can find a way of getting along with one another, can can the people of the uh, part of the country where abortion, abortion will remain legal find a way of coexisting in some fashion with all of those states where it's about to be outlawed? Having said that, Simon, it's a fact that taking pills to end a pregnancy accounts for a majority of abortions in the United States, I'm reading, both legal and illegal. Um, and now medication abortion will play a larger role and that is a, a comforting thought, presumably, for millions of people, that it is available and presumably will continue to be so. Well, it won't necessarily continue to be so because in some of those states you're going to see moves to try and prevent that from occurring. And, uh, of course, they will then give rise to fresh action that may eventually uh, be considered by the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, it's perfectly possible that for the foreseeable future uh, that may remain an option. Uh, but equally, given the determination of states, for example, like Texas, uh, to uh, to uh, authorize its citizens to take out civil lawsuits against anyone involved in helping someone acquire an illegal abortion. Even if you drive a woman uh, to a clinic in Texas where an abortion is then performed, you can face civil litigation from anyone, from one of your neighbors who uh, objects to the fact that you provided that woman with a lift. Uh, they are not, I think, going to hesitate to legislate uh, the termination of pregnancies out of existence on their terrain. Thank you, Simon. More to come on the story, of course, Simon Marks.